When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Situation Room. Welcome back to another year in the Raven Situation Room. We're super excited to be here. I'm here with my podcast host, Gabe Ferguson. I'm Jordan Coe. You guys can find us on Twitter. He's at Gabe Fergie. I'm at Raven. We're going to give you some Ravens hot takes, but we are here tonight to give you some content as you get out of the gate. Um, every week, we know that there are, we need time to analyze. We need time to figure out what happened to the games, but we also need time to have fun and decompress and talk about what happened in some of these games. And that's what me and Gabe are trying to do this year. So what we're going to do every week on Sunday nights or right after the game on Sundays, maybe when we're out watching a game together, we go and watch Ravens games together here in Los Angeles. Um, we're going to give you some hot takes and we're going to give you our unencumbered interpretation of what happened every week. Um, and then we're going to go back and look at, take a look at it. So you're still going to get a ra- regular Raven Situation Room podcast. It's just going to come out on Thursdays instead of on Mondays. And that's going to give us some time to pull some tape together to take a look at what's happened to get over some of our hot takes. But we are here today to give you two quick hot takes from each of us. And I'm about to start us off because, Gabe, I don't know about what you think. I think Adafe Owe is on the prime of being ready to have a Pro Bowl season. I saw a guy that was relentless in the pass rush, a guy that had been on the edge, a guy that was aware of what was going on, and a guy that had a plan and was playing under control. Um, And I think that's something that we have not really seen from OA consistently all game long. And he's a guy that was in the backfield, pressures all around, everywhere. And I am super excited to see what OA is going to bring this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think OA had a fantastic game. Um, not just in his ability to rush the passer, but his ability to play, you know, within the defense, to play disciplined, to be able to cover, to be able to drop if needed, to be able to defend the run. Um, he had a few, like, really nice, obvious reps in, in the pass rush as well. I mean, that's something that we really wanted to see from him. So I, I'm, I'm excited about him. You know, he looked like he's in great shape it looked like he'd maybe like change his body a little bit he looked a little slimmer a little bit more like cut um and i think that's going to work his advantage as he can use that like speed off the edge and use that athleticism to really get after the quarterback which is, which is de- definitely something this ravens team needs and this is going to be a game breaker for the ravens i mean i think i think a lot of ravens fans out there including me and you gabe were worried about what the pass rush situation was going to look like if you've got a guy like oh that can step up and in, in 
critical passing downs or not passing downs. Um, it's going to be a big deal. If he's progressing to start the year, it's only going to get better as the year goes on. I think some of this is the new coach that they brought in to, to prep him up, but I, I think he's primed for a massive year. I think we're looking at a Pro Bowl season for a guy like Adafi Oe. I think he, I mean, at least by my eye test, he had four or five pressures in this game at least. Um, and and he's a guy I think is going to have a make a big, big impact. So what's your hot take, Gabe? <laughs> so, I'm going, to, I'm going to come back with a take that is probably a little bit on the opposite end of the spectrum. And I, I want to talk about Lamar Jackson. And I think he had a pretty poor overall game. Um, he had two fumbles. He had an interception that was really bad. Um, he looked a little uncomfortable in the pocket. Uh, I know there was a lot of pressure. Um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not necessarily the, great, the best situation for him to be in. Um, in terms of, you know, some of the offensive line performances. But I don't, I don't think he had his best game. You know, he had a couple of nice throws downfield, and I think that there's room to build there. But overall, the, the offense just looked out of sync. And honestly, like, it all starts with the quarterback. And if, he, if he's looking a little frenetic and he's not looking comfortable, um, that's not the best place to start with your offense. And I think he needs to be the tone setter. He needs to be the leader. You know, it was great to see him, like – you know, leading the or breaking the huddle. Um, I think that that's a step in the right direction, but he needs to really step up his game. And I think I, if the Ravens are going to, you know, be the contender that we hope for them to be this year, he needs to be that constant, like every single week, he's going to be a rock for this offense. And he needs to really be consistent with that. He needs to get rid of the turnovers and he just needs to be, be in his zone where he's comfortable and you know hopefully this is just a, a, a week one kind of fluke where there isn't a lot of reps and you know they're working out some of the kinks and it's a new offense and like I know there's some of those expectations that are there but I, I, he needs to definitely improve in order to, to get this offense to where it needs to be. Yeah, well, I mean, you said something right there that I think is right, which is that the offense starts with, and then I think you were wrong after that, which is it's the offensive line. And Lamar had people in his face all game. I mean, one of those two fumbles you talked about was your boy Justice Hill knocking the ball right out of his hands. Not having, I mean, and that's where the J.K. Dobbins injury might come to haunt them a little bit here. Um, but, like, obviously not great at the mesh point. The Ravens have got to make some considerations about what they want to do about that. The offensive line was leaking like a sieve. There were guys all around Lamar's feet all game long. And so I think it's a, it can be a little bit harder to evaluate that. But, you know, at the end of the day, we were all praying for Todd Munkin to be the new era of Ravens football. And we certainly didn't see that here in week one. And, and yeah, maybe that does start with Lamar. Maybe that's Munkin. I don't know what that looks like. I've got to go back and watch this game again a couple times to see what happened on offense. Um, but there's a lot of hype and a lot of interest. And uh, it certainly didn't pay off for Lamar. And it, and it certainly didn't pay off in terms of a overall performance you know obviously from a win loss and and point differential performance it worked out for the ravens but but from a offensive output performance I, I don't think any of us are happy about what we saw on the field this week yeah and and i think you know there's only room to improve like um and i'm not saying i'm expecting you know this to be like the, the consistent uh expectation that we'll see week in and week out and i think you know there's there's some good things that we can talk about as well. You know, there's some really nice downfield throws. Um, you know, he had Odell Beckham, really tight window throw. Um, I think having, you know, someone 
veteran receiver like that, but makes a huge difference in this offense. So I was really happy with his performance. Um, you know, we're not going to talk too much about everything right now. Um, Zay Flowers obviously was a difference maker in this game, and I think that's a really exciting thing to look forward to. Um, but I, I just I just need to see a little bit more consistency, um, and I need to see you know that that player that's you know just earned that you know two hundred fifty million dollar contract. Like you can't have three turnovers. Well, I guess two turnovers, and and you know come out and be the player that this team is going to depend on because he is really the the engine for this offense. And you know he made a some nice plays with his feet. You know, he escaped some pressures that, you know, he was difficult for him to get out of. So I, I appreciate that. And, you know, that's, that's the Lamar Jackson that we're used to. Um, but I, I feel like he also, like, there were some times where there was not necessarily pressure in his face and he was, he was kind of like running into a couple of sacks. So like, that's what I'm worried about. And he needs to just be calm and be able to like, you know, make the, the offense come to him and it's going to be a work in progress. It's a new offense. It's, there's a lot of new pieces in place. So like I'm I'm hopeful, but I also have higher expectations for what for what he's gonna to bring to the team. Well, my my second hot take in this is whether the pass protection can't figure out their pass protection packages, especially when people are showing kind of these max max blitzes, these engage eight, six, seven, five, six, seven, eight guys that are coming on the blitzes. And if the Ravens don't have an answer for that, then this is a team that cannot go far in the playoffs. This is something that we are more than a couple years now removed from seeing teams try and take this approach with Lamar throwing the kitchen sink at him. This is not something that the Ravens should be unprepared for. Uh, and we saw a team that improved in the second half in terms of how they picked up those blitz packages. Um, but in the first half, it, it reminded me of that, that uh, topples Miami game all over again. Uh, or Flores, or whoever whoever that Miami coach was is no longer <laughs> in Miami. But Brian Flores. Brian Flores, yeah. So, you know, we, we, we the Ravens have got to clean that up because if they, they can't solve that issue, at least on tape, to other our bodies come in different shapes and sizes so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too that's the beauty of noom they build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions medical issues and other personal needs so your plan works for you noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection you don't have to give up carbs or anything and with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Teams, then this is going to be something that teams in big situations are going to continue to throw at them. Um, and if they can't figure it out, they're going to the Ravens are going to be on the short end of the stick on these big critical downs. And in, in games with teams that are more talented than Texans, it's going to matter a lot more than it mattered in this game. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Um, you know, D'Amico Ryan's, I think, is a good defensive coach. Um, he ha he had his defense ready to kind of attack the Ravens uh, in a few areas, and I, and I think the pass protection is one of those areas. Um, th there was a couple times that the offense went empty in the first half, and 
they were not ready to kind of figure out how to approach, you know, a six, seven man pressure look. And they, um, I think they made some adjustments in the second half. You know, they kept one or two extra players. They did, you know, six or seven man protections. Um, you know, I think Pat Ricard, you know, did a really good job as kind of like that, that extra guy in there to, to, to be um, almost an extra offensive lineman in terms of protection. Um, and I, I think, you know, they're, they're going to have some personnel versatility to be able to do that if they need to, um, because they don't really necessarily have like the, uh, maybe the, the tight ends that you can use so much in, in pass protection. I don't think, I don't think Oliver is, I mean, obviously Oliver isn't with the team anymore. He was a guy that was used in pass protection a lot last year. Um, Kolar is still young. I don't think likely is that guy. Andrews obviously wasn't playing this game, but he's not really that that path protection guy either. So it's going to be a lot of Ricard and it's going to be a lot of depending on the, the backs to be able to to be that extra, you know, pass protector if, if the offensive line is going to be taking on a few extra, um, you know, a few extra blitzers and certain um, pressure packages that opposing defenses are going to look. So, you know, it's, it's, it's I, I'm going to give kudos to Monken um, in order to make those adjustments to, to have some extra players to protect and I, I hope that the offensive line can improve, though, because a lot of it was also the offensive lineman getting beat. It wasn't just, you know, bringing an extra guy. It was, you know, I think, you know, Ronnie Stanley had a few issues. There were some issues with um, with the left guard, John Simpson. Um, and, and they really need to clean that up, and they need to improve. Um, and, you know, a, a lot of this can be chalked up to the first week, but there, there's definitely a lot of room for improvement. And, you know, next week is a big game, and they need to be better or else it's, it's going to, you know, potentially problematic. Yeah, well, I have to pick it up because I think this is a team that's going to play. Yeah, so unfortunately, that brings us to kind of my last kind of take here, um, and that relates to the the injuries that happen. And obviously, everybody's aware J.K. Dobbins out for the rest of the season. Um, brutal injury for him. It's it's tough for the Ravens. You know, it's it's really rough for for J.K. Dobbins, who's you know fought back to come back from the ACL injury um, just to come to go down with another injury in week one. It's just, it's absolutely like heartbreaking for him. Um, so all the best for, for JK, but you know, the Ravens are going to move on and they're going to figure out how they're going to, you know, figure out the, the backfield. Um, and the thing that I think was interesting was the role of justice Hill after after Dobbins got hurt and he was a guy who got two goal line touches and he got two touchdowns. And that's, to me, that is a sign that it might be Justice Hill who's going to be the potential lead back for the Ravens, as opposed to Gus Edwards, as opposed to, you know, Melvin Ng, uh, Melvin Gordon. Um, you know, we'll see once uh, Keaton Mitchell gets healthy, um, what role he has. But for now, I, I think it might be Justice Hill as, as the lead back. You know, we've seen him in limited, um windows in the past you know he had some nice moments last season um and, and i think he has that kind of unique ability to be explosive um to to run between the tackles to run outside the tackles to be you know effective in the passing game and i think he has that skill set that's going to be really effective in this type of offense that todd monkey wants to run with you know a lot of three wide um and i, I think he's potentially the, the most effective running back for this team moving forward. 
Well, your 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 man dreams have finally come true, and your justice hell manifesta- manifestation is finally coming to fruition. It's only been uh, four full years before this before you got your wish. So uh, I think there is a really good chance that we see a lot more justice hell. But you know, I, I am I am worried about the injuries. I'm worried about the impact that they're going to have on the team. And we're going to see. You know, we're going to need to talk about this again when we release a podcast on Thursday coming up about where these injuries stand, how we think that's going to affect the team, how that have affected some of the play overall, um, you know, in the team and, and whether or not we think Hill and uh, Edwards are going to be the answer here. And uh, I know you think Justice Hill is going to step up and rise to the occasion. Um, and I hope he does. Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely like a little too early to tell for sure. Um, there, there was definitely an indication that Melvin Gordon, you know, he's going to be brought up from the practice squad. Um, obviously, you know, Gus Edwards kind of carried the load down the stretch when they were, the Ravens were trying to run out the clock. And he's obviously been a major, you know, featured back in, in the Ravens um, offensive running rotation over the past several years. So like, he's not going to be like left out at all, but in terms of, you know, the guy who's maybe taking those first snaps, who's in there on the crucial downs, I think Justice Hill has a chance to be a really impactful player for the Ravens this year. Um, you know, I, I'm, I don't think anybody on the roster has the, the upside or the talent that J.K. Dobbins has, so it's, there's definitely going to be a little bit of a limitation there to a certain extent, but I do think that, you know, they have the pieces to still put together a really strong offense um and it's just it's going to be a challenge but i'm i'm hopeful and i'm optimistic that they have some guys in place they have depth there um and i think it can be, still be a really good offense even losing you know a key piece like jk dobbins yeah well i certainly hope so and i uh i hope that as uh, we continue to roll through this podcast we get hotter and hotter takes you know this is week one this was a pretty slow game we had a nine minute drive in the middle of the second quarter that hogged up a bunch of time in the first half of this game so um you know as this as this season unfolds our hope is that we can continue to give you some hot takes and some fun exciting uh discussion about the ravens that feeds into our energy and, and how you feel about the game on monday um and then our goal is to come back to it on thursdays you know me and gabe are going to break down uh what our hot takes look like did we're going to find out did justice hill actually look good in this game on the touches that he had it is OA a guy that has an opportunity for potential what were the real problems that we saw in this pass protections and and some of the breakdowns that we saw there um and and what kind of opportunities we're going to get from say flowers so um we're going to come back to these hot takes we're going to we're going to take a look at them a bit more analytically we're going to see whether or not we uh we're a little too uh wild and crazy but um i'm jordan co you can find me at raven sit room gabe why don't you tell me you can find yeah um, you can find me at Gabe Fergie on Twitter Um, definitely feel free to reach out like to chat with anybody who's willing to you know talk about the Ravens Um, so looking forward to that and you know hopefully you you enjoy our new type of uh, immediate breakdown after the game Um, you know we all have emotions that are flowing pretty strong um, and I think um, it's, it's something that we'd like to kind of just like, you know, get those thoughts off the brain immediately. So it's a new format. Um, we're going to be coming at you twice a week now. So um, hopefully you appreciate that and we can, you know, continue to work through, you know, this new feature and, and see how you guys like it. Yeah, absolutely. Feed our frenzy of these hot takes. Get us worked up during the week. Get us worked up in, during the games. Tweet at us. 
talk to us, tell us some of the things you want us to be looking for, tell us some of the things you want us to get worked up for. Um, we, we, we can certainly easily get, get that done on game day. So we'd love to make you part of these fun, exciting hot takes. Um, we want you to leave some hot takes of your own. You know, you can post those on Twitter, respond to those for, for these podcasts. We'd love to get you involved. But um, until then, when we see you on Thursday and we find out whether these hot takes were, were good or, or whether they were completely crazy, um, we'll, we'll see you next time in the Situation Room. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.